What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Sam Dunks, the weekly NBA show over here at Slab Stocks. I'm your host, Sam. The world does not need any more videos about how the market is dropping or anything like that. Uh, so today, it's no charts, it's no prices, nothing like that. Instead, I'm just going to write a love letter to role players uh, in the NBA playoffs and also just uh, in general, the cards that I like from them that aren't in the, the normal sets that we talk about. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. player on my list of role players that have really been standing out in the playoffs so far is P.J. Tucker of my Milwaukee Bucks. I uh, just love everything that he's been doing so far. The, the card I have featured here is his 2006 Fleer throwback rookie card. Of course, it's a throwback to the 1986 uh, Fleer version, you know, the Michael Jordan, you know, famous set. Uh, just love this card for P.J. Tucker in general because P.J. Tucker just plays such a throwback style of basketball. You know, he's just so physical, throws his body around, isn't afraid to muck it up and get in guys' faces. Uh, so beautiful card, especially for P.J. Tucker. Uh, his role is very clear on the Bucks team. Uh, first of all, you know, he's just muck things up defensively with, with Kevin Durant. So you watch P.J. Tucker here on defense on Durant. Uh, you know, he really gets his body into him. Durant is trying to force things. He's done this a couple times where he, you know, he's getting a little physicality with P.J. He's, and he's frustrated. So he's trying to draw those fouls. Here he is again. Uh, Durant does that swipe through that he always does. You know, see this. Uh, swipes the ball through. tries to draw fouls on that. P.J. Tucker keeps his arms out of the lane there. Uh, just keeps physical with them. Doesn't get a clean shot off. Uh, just beautiful defense, really. Uh, here again, he gets him in the low block over there, low corner. PJ sticks in front, you know, hands quick. Durant flops, can't do anything against it. So PJ Tucker just awesome defense so far. And then of course we have the uh, the dust up that you saw the other day, most likely. So it was a frustrating game for both teams offensively. PJ Tucker gets his arms in there, swipes Kevin Durant's arm quite a bit. Not afraid. He gets right in his face. Kevin Durant, and they start barking at each other. You know, you need guys like this on a team. You can't have your star players getting into these types of scraps. So you get P.J. Tucker in there. Kevin Durant's bodyguard comes running off the sideline to defend him. I just love that physicality. Just, you know, playing aggressive defense, getting in a guy's grill, uh, really frustrating him. That's, you know, that's exactly what you want a role player to be doing. And then, you, of course... You want P.J. Tucker standing in the corner and hitting threes. That's exactly what he's been doing these playoffs, too. So here are the balls coming down the court. Uh, Chris Middleton has the ball. Look at P.J. Tucker up in the top corner there. He knows exactly where he's supposed to go. He doesn't have to do anything other than that. Just go stand in the corner. The Nets are going to try and help, you know, play help defense and leave P.J. over there. So look, there he is again on the bottom baseline. He's just heading up to the corner where he's going to camp out. He's going to wait for the ball. Chris Middleton sees him. Hits at the open three. That's exactly what you need. You know, back when I was playing high school basketball, I wasn't the guy that, like, knew my role and was was trying to stick in it, so I wasn't a very good basketball player. P.J. Tucker, muck it up with Kevin Durant, hit those open threes. Man, you just got to love it. That's the type of basketball I really like. Next player, Bruce Brown. 
I don't know if, if you've been watching the Bucks Nets series, particularly that game three uh, with that PJ Tucker, Kevin Durant dust up. Uh, Bruce Brown's just all over the place. And really at the end of the game, Drew Holiday, he drove past him and, and uh, you know, ended up getting the, the go-ahead bucket for the Bucks uh, to eventually win the game. But Bruce Brown, if, if he hadn't been playing the way he had, the, the Nets wouldn't have been in the game at all. He was pretty much all of the offense for a while. Uh, just incredible stuff from Bruce Brown, too. He's he's on offense. He's kind of playing like the, the center role. He's setting screens, rolling to the hoop. He's getting the ball on defense. He's he's blocking up on the on the perimeter, um, you know that versatility. You just don't see that. So uh, let's see what he's doing on offense here. Bruce Brown with the ball passes to KD, uh, drives little float over Brook Lopez. Lopez was just struggling all game with that. He was trying to you know sag off of Brown and meet him at the rim. Brown wasn't going to do that. And here uh, Bruce is again. Uh, he goes in for the screen floater again over Brook Lopez. Here it is again. Sets the screen on Kyrie. Boom. Gets Brooke to jump, floater over the top. Just incredible body control, driving to the hoop, sets another screen, floater over the top, Brooke Lopez. Stop me if you heard that before. So awesome deep, awesome offensive work by Bruce Brown here. Lockdown defense on the perimeter, too. So let's watch Bruce Brown here. here here's, here's Brown. He's guarding uh, Chris Middleton up around the perimeter. You have Giannis going down against Blake Griffin. And, and this has been happening all the time in this series. Giannis will he'll hit that wall with Blake Griffin. He starts spinning. Bruce is always right there uh, to try and pick him. And then watch how he recovers after this. So uh, we see Giannis. He drives in, spin. Bruce Brown right there, active hands, uh, right back out to the perimeter to defend against Chris Middleton, open three. Uh, you just can't teach that type of stuff. You know, the, the a player who on offense is basically playing the 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 center role, and then on defense is governing the perimeter's best or the best perimeter players for the other team. That's exactly what Bruce Brown's been doing. It's awesome. Every single contender needs players like that who can do all those dirty work things that and just fill in around the edges of the roster. Bruce Brown, uh, that's who he is for the Nets. Uh, the, the card I chose to feature for him was his 2018-19 fresh paint from Court King's rookie. Uh, Court King's just you know, a super underrated set, and I know a lot of people like it, but you know, it just doesn't get talked about a whole time. Of course, it's not one that's featured on you know too many charts or anything like that, but we have an on-card auto here. Uh, Court King's just generally features so many uh, colors and, and waves and, you know, like this this brush stroke type of, of uh, effect to it that you don't get on a whole ton of other cards. I love Court Kings and, and if especially the fresh paint for the 2018 rookie class. And you can get Luca's uh, on-card rookie with that uh, in that set. You know, just a beautiful card overall. Next up, another Court Kings, another player from the Bucks Nets series. That's uh, Blake Griffin. Again, just love Court Kings. You can see it really, really clearly here too in the top left corner of this uh, picture of course because there's glare but court kings has that uh that you know, glossy canvas type of look to it because it's a it's a textured card you know so there's kind of just an overall paint look uh to the card to the set so we have a sticker auto for blake griffin rookie here i really like this card too because if you look at blake griffin rookies there's just not a whole ton of blake griffin dunking shots in his rookie cards most of them are he's either dribbling or he's doing a fadeaway shot or something like that uh, a couple from like hoops or you know, marquee or you know some of the lower brand uh panini uh, brands that have that have him dunking but this one and just really nice card beautiful eye appeal to it auto uh, he's going up for the dunk that's exactly how you remember 
uh, Blake Griffin from his rookie year, uh, from from early on in his career, especially there at Lob City in L.A. Uh, this series, that's not his role at all. He has actually gotten some dunks off this this series, but uh, usually that's not what he's doing anymore. Um, instead, you know, he's hitting open threes. I'm not going to show you a video of that, but you know, anytime there's an open three, he's generally getting to it. And then also just stonewalling Giannis. So here he is. Uh, you watch him here. Um, he's trying to get, they're trying, the Bucks are trying to get a switch. They have Jeff Teague setting the screen for Giannis, but Blake Griffin, he just sags back. Um, he's not going to let Giannis get a free pass to the rim. Giannis steps out of bounds right there. We'll watch this again. We'll get rid of that ad. Uh, he hangs back kind of like a safety, kind of like a linebacker, you know, watching the, the running back. Uh, Giannis can't get the switch off of him, and, and Brooks not going to move. And Brooks not going to meet guys at the rim very often because he's not like the world's best rim protector. What he does is he stands in between where Giannis wants to go and, and you know, stops him from getting there. Uh, just awesome stuff. And, uh, you know, sure, of course, Giannis, you know, he's taken a ton of shots in the mid-range. He's taken a ton of threes. And, and a big part of that is due to, to Blake Griffin's presence in between where he wants to go. Now, sure, uh, yeah, Giannis is hitting a better percentage of his shots than Kevin Durant. He has a better efficient, effective field goal percentage, a better true shooting than Kevin Durant. Yeah, of, of course, Giannis is a superstar player. And even though Giannis is taking most of his shots outside of his comfort range, he's still being much more effective and efficient than even Kevin Durant, the greatest scorer ever. So it's not like Blake Griffin's shutting Giannis down, but he's doing the best job as a defense on Giannis that I've seen pretty much since last year's NBA playoffs. He's also got these, these hustle plays that are just super invaluable for uh, what the Nets are trying to do. Here's Blake. Uh, should be a Bucks rebound. Pretty simple. Dives around. Uh, Bobby Portis there gets the rebound. Just super frustrating. Uh, Bobby Portis just getting mad, just trying to put his elbow into his jugular there. Uh, that's exactly what Blake Griffin's been doing this series. Is he just never stops, never stops hustling. He's always getting after rebounds, getting after loose balls. I watch it again. Just dives around. Bobby Portis takes out his legs. Bryn Forbes tries his best, but Bryn Forbes is 180 pounds, so it's not much he can do there. Uh, Blake Griffin, he knows his role. He knows he's not the the superstar that he used to be, uh, and he's not he's not expected to be the go-to scorer like he has been in the past. He just has a role. He's sticking with it, and the Nets are really a lot better off because they got Blake Griffin on their team. But, yeah, I love what Blake Griffin's been doing. I mean, hate it because he's been playing so well against the Bucs. The Pistons fans watching it, and uh, they're hating it too for other reasons. But, uh Nets fans in general, you just got to love what Blake Griffin's been doing. Uh, all the dirty work, all the small things, uh, he knows his role, he's doing it. Next player, I'm featuring Bojan Bogdanovic for the Utah Jazz, featured here on his 2019-2021-1. Uh, it's out of 25 here. Uh, love this card. Largely because of the photo that they took. You know, one on one, a nice set where they have you know, the full action shots. Um, you have the hollow around the side. This comes in various color variations too. Um, and just a beautiful card for Boyan, though. You know, here's a player that does so much of his work in between, you know, the normal uh, bounces of an NBA game. You know, he's not he's not gonna blow by anyone. He's not uh the world's fastest player or anything like that. Um, but he's just super crafty. He's kind of like Luka Doncic where, you know, 
he doesn't look super athletic, but he just gets to his open spots and gets gets shots off in ways that most players don't. Um, you know, Croatian sensation here. In 20 years, people are going to look back at this card and be like, was this guy an NBA player? What's he even doing here? But this is how it plays. You know, leg way up in the air, getting a shot off on a defender that looks like he should block it. I'm sure he made the shot. I don't actually know. Um, so offensively, his role, secondary scorer, secondary creator, um, you know, behind Donovan Mitchell, just does such a great job in that role. You can often count on him to score and, and to create for his teammates um, when when everything else is fizzling out around him. But then on defense is really where he's been showing up this series, the first two games especially. He was uh, kind of a Kawhi Leonard stopper here for a while. So we watch him here, you know, stonewalling Kawhi. Kawhi's trying to get to the hoop. You know, Kawhi relies so much on ISO scoring and you know, just getting open by himself. Bojan, not traditionally a, a defender, uh, but that's exactly what he's doing here. You know, he's, he's sticking in front of his man, um, you know, frustrating Kawhi. Kawhi has to pass out, gets it back. You figure second time around he should get by him. Uh, nope, not with Bogdanovich right there. Uh, you know, just blocking him, stopping him every time. Uh, he's been doing that a lot this series. It's really great to see. And here he is too. Watch this. Uh, Kawhi at the top of the key where he does so much damage. Boyan says, nope, pokes the ball out. You know, just he's not the fastest player, but he's got these pesky hands where he can just get in there, uh, jump on top of Kawhi, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe ding him up a little bit. Uh, but look at that. I mean, just if you're an NBA player, that's just so frustrating for a guy that you figure you should be be able to blow by. And he's jumping in there, putting you in a headlock on the ground. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, just Awesome stuff from, from Bogey. Next player to feature, his brother, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, obviously, with the Atlanta Hawks, you know, big part of what they're doing there. And you know, I wish, I wish that the Bucks trade had, had actually taken place as it was first reported this offseason. Um, here I have Bogdanovich on his uh, Court Kings uh, card from this year's set, um, the base set. Features a, a color matching, which is is nice. And you have the red on the red, um, which is always nice. Obviously, you have the uh, the die cut of the Court Kings. I've always really kind of been a sucker for the Court Kings die cuts. Uh, just very classic look to them, and and uh, you know just a lot different from normal. These are out of ninety nine. It's a sticker auto. Um, this is also one of the very first cards that you can get of of Bogdanovich in an Atlanta Hawks jersey. Um, so red on red, nice. Atlanta Hawks situation there. Um, also, for it being out of 99, not, not like a whole ton of money. Um, I don't think there's probably a whole ton of Kings fans or people trying to get bogey uh, Kings cards these days. But if you're a Hawks fan, uh, this is a good card to be looking into. And, and his role on the team, just so important. You know, a lot of teams, they're just looking for, uh, you know, 3 and D type of players these days. The problem is if you fill up your team with too many 3 and D players and, and your primary creator can't get open, can't get to the hole, you need someone else to step up and create. And, and a lot of teams just aren't built that way right now. You look at the Los Angeles Lakers, they just don't have a whole ton of creators after LeBron and after AD. So AD goes down, LeBron, uh, he's getting frustrated out there, can't do much. No one else is really stepping up to do anything at all. Not the case in Atlanta. If Trey Young gets, uh, gets you know, stopped up, get the ball to bogey, he's going to make something happen. Watch this clip here. All right, so watch what happens here. Trey Young's bringing down the ball. Ben Simmons guarding him. Obviously, Ben Simmons, incredible perimeter defender. And early on in the game here, 
Uh, they're, you know, the, the Sixers are coming out to try and stop Trey Young as much as they can. Uh, so you see that consistently on this play. Ben Simmons lingering around around Trey Young. Bogey gets the ball back to Trey. He had three defenders collapsing on Trey. Uh, so he passes it back out to Bogey. Nine seconds left. Ben Simmons sticking up on Trey. So Bogey says, all right, let me take it. Weaves through just, you know, kind of crafty dribbling. Uh, long two, fade away, drains it. That's exactly what what Bogdan Bogdanovich brings to a team. You know, he, obviously he's a gifted offensive player. He's not like the world's best defender by any stretch, um, but it's that creation, the ability to to get the ball when nothing else is working and go and get a basket. You know, not a whole ton of teams have that as their secondary scorer. The Hawks certainly do. The Hawks are much better off for it. I love what Bogdan Bogdanovich brings. Wish he was with the Bucks. All right, next up, next role player, actually the last role player I want to feature today, that's Jay Crowder, currently of the Phoenix Suns. I have him featured here on his 2012-2013 Fleer Retro Rookie Sensations. Uh, I played at Marquette. If you don't know, Marquette is located in in Milwaukee, which is why I, I love Jay Crowder. I love Dwayne Wade. I love every guy that came through Marquette. I you know, grew up watching them quite a bit. Uh, so we have a sticker auto here, just beautiful card. I love the retro feel to it, the, the cartoonish you know, animation to the whole card. Uh, beautiful card, very cheap. Um, Jay Crowder, his role is super clear. Offense, just be ready from three. 77% of his attempts, his field goal attempts in the playoffs so far have been from the three-point line. He's not looking to drive or do anything like that. Uh, basically, he's just hovering around the arc. And if you think about the way the Suns are made up, you have – uh, CP3 bringing up the ball. You have Devin Booker. You have DeAndre Ayton. All three of those guys, you pretty much have to stick to. You know, leave any of them open. They're going to be scoring. You got Michael Bridges, uh, just you know, super improved this year. Great three and D type of guy, but who's been you know just really improved offensively this pe this past season. And then you have Jake Crowder. And if you're playing against the Suns, you want to have some sort of help defense. If you're going to have that coming from anywhere, it's going to be sagging off of Jay Crowder towards one of the other players. Um, and then Jay Crowder just punishes you. He's ready from three, and he's generally been hitting, too. All right, so we're inbounding the ball, get to Jay. He's not looking to create or anything like that, so he's going to pass it up. Uh, ball comes back to him eventually. He's hanging out around the top of the arc where he knows he should be, gets the ball, drains it. Uh, next play up here, you know, watch him. He's, he's just hovering around the top of the arc. He knows exactly where to be. The Nuggets, they want to sag off of him. He's going to punish him. He's, he's a 38 something percent free three-point shooter this year 44 percent last year um he knows where his spots are he's going to be there they know where to find him there he's going to hit those open threes and then of course just physical defense from jay crowder all right so we have jay crowder hiding here in the the lane you can't really see him because of the jersey uh, but watch what he's doing here he's covering aaron gordon uh, he gets out on him Make sure he can't do anything with it. Switches here to Jokic. Right when Jokic gets the ball, he's right in his face. He knows Jokic could pull up if, if he gives him any room. Um, he's not going to let him get anything in the lane either. He's basically holding him. He's hugging him. He's fronting on him now. Uh, gets the box out. Swats the ball over his teammate. Awesome defense from Jay Crowder. This is what he does. He's just so strong. He's so physical. He's not going to let a guy get anything easy most of the time. Um, yeah, maybe there's quite a bit more contact from him, just like with P.J. Tucker, but you need guys who can do that. If you're in the playoffs, uh, you need guys who can play a physical brand of basketball because it is frustrating for the opponent. Uh, just last game, you saw Aaron Gordon and Jay Crowder get into a dust-up. You know, back in the Lakers series, Jay was, you know, he was playing a lot of physical defense on LeBron. LeBron couldn't get anything easy. Uh, very frustrating for him. He saw him leave you know, three minutes in or five minutes before the end of the game in game five. 
big part of that is Jay Crowder getting into his head, just you know, just hand checking him, getting in his face, getting in his grill, not getting him anything easy. And then he's he's slow walking past the bench. He's salsa dancing out there. Uh, players don't like to play against Jay Crowder, and it's no coincidence that the Heat go to the finals last year with Jay Crowder. He leaves their first round out this year. He goes to the Suns. Suns are just a really well-equipped team for the playoffs, and now they're in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, it's because of, yes, obviously, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, superstars. It's also because of role players like Jay Crowder that know their role, and they do what they're supposed to do, and they do it well. Uh, you just can't say enough about these role players. All right, that was my love letter to NBA role players. Obviously, there's been a ton of them that I could have talked about that I didn't. I uh, don't have all day to do so, but uh, there were six of them there, I, along with their cards that I just really like and for various reasons, as I explained. Um, but you know what? The NBA, it's the stars that get all the attention. It's the guys that are scoring 40 points a night, but there's just so much more to watch out there. And some of the best basketball watching comes from watching these guys on the edge of the roster that know their role and that they do it well. And yeah, you're not going to send your kids to college by buying Jay Crowder rookies or anything like that. But who cares? Uh, you know, find a card that you like of a player that you enjoy watching that, you know, you just love. You're never going to regret any of the money that you spent on those cards. And it's something you can enjoy and talk with your kids about later on down the line. Uh, so don't forget the role players. Don't forget those other cards. Uh, you know, spend some time surfing eBay and find something you like and spend even just a little bit of money on these cards. And I guarantee you'll be happy. All right, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week.